the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing in more. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. This is an interesting time to be alive. I know you're either with me or against me. A lot of technological changes. The iPhone 11 review is solid. Whew. I don't know what I would have done if, if for some reason... Okay, I would have been fine, right? Uh, CNBC's top trending story today is what NFL's Tom Brady eats and drinks before a big game. Hmm. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I don't care. But TB12 Sports is here and alive. Brady says his strict health and wellness regime has been key to his longevity and success. He knows absolutely 100% on how it works. Just, uh, I don't know. He likes to eat one half of his body weight in ounces of water daily. He likes to drink at least one half is okay. Sounds like a lot of water. That's good. 80% vegetables. Okay, that sounds good. Flavors and enzymes and nutrients. I know you're saying, did you just make up a word flavors? I did. Thank you very much. 20% of his meal consists of animal-based protein like fish. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Suddenly, I don't feel like I need to know about Tom Brady's diet. Now, what I really want to know is about his stool sample. Why? Hey, remember... There's a, I know, I know, I shouldn't have gone there, but I did. Um, there was a company called Microbiome, and it was an emerging stool testing sector. And it turns out that the sampling of it was absolute BS. <laughs> it's just like the, it's just like the chick from Stanford who was worth a billion plus dollars. Um, and it turns out the blood testing on one prick of blood couldn't actually identify what they said that they could and that company went down hard so here's two companies one that studied your poop and Elizabeth Holmes at Theranos who studied your one prick of blood like hey one prick of blood I could do that just don't take three vials out of my arm Um, no way fool yeah I get it. But neither company could do what they, they said they could. And both companies were, well, she got to a valuation of $9 billion. I don't know what uh, you biome got up to, but it really goes to show you, be careful. It's a good story. She fooled a lot of people, a lot of rich, smart people. I know you're saying, oh, she didn't fool me. Pretty good Netflix special on her. And what's fascinating about it, that's not the only controversy in her life, Elizabeth Holmes. Um, at one point in time, she took on the black turtleneck to kind of copy Steve Jobs. That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. I was wearing a hoodie before Zuckerberg, and I only wear polo hoodies. 
So, but that's neither here nor there. Um, he's copying me is the way I look at it. But she has a husky voice and people wonder if her voice is fake or not. She kind of sounds like this. Well, hey, Rob, I, uh, here at Theranos, we've got... So watch the Netflix special, and there's a controversy on whether her voice is fake or not. I know you're saying, that's crazy. Um, Elon Musk testified he worried Thai Cave Rescuer might be another Jeffrey Epstein. I really wish Musk would just... I kind of want him to be the chief technology officer at uh, Tesla, or maybe under Trump or whoever. Uh, Musk called a guy a pedo guy, and it really goes to show you, your tweets can and will come back to haunt you. Your digital life is out there. I'm very, very careful about mine. I made a huge mistake. Um, I told the truth about my ex. I was married for under a year, and there was something very shocking that she did at the end of the marriage, and I kind of told it on the air one day, and but it was true. And I was like, yeah, so why did I get a divorce? Well, she did this and I did that kind of thing. You know, I was working too much. I had some flaws in it too, for sure. But uh, that's on the internet and it doesn't go away. So about a year after it, she's like, can you please um, get that taken down? I'm like, um, I'm so embarrassed. I did it once. I'm so, so, so sorry. And she was in the right. So sorry. Um, <laughs> even though I was telling the truth and I'm so badly want to tell you right now, but I can't. Um... But if you come to the seminar this weekend, Saturday, the 21st of September, Ooh. in San Jose, if you ask me in private, I'll tell you in private, because um, at this point in time, it's many, 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 many years. Revenge is a dish-best serve code. You think about that. <laughs> I want to hear that one one more time, because he says revenge is a dish-serve-best cold. Hear it one more time. Revenge is a dish best served cold. You think about that. That's hilarious. So gas prices are expected to rise because of a little cyber, not cyber terrorism, but drone terrorism um, in Saudi Arabia. Um, I bring that up in large part because that's a bit of a surprise. Musk saying that he thought this guy was a pedo guy. I bring that up because that, that's coming up right now in court. And, you know, depositions are coming out. And he was like, well, I didn't really think of him as being a pedophile like liking children i thought of him as kind of looking that way he was suspicious looking so you can't call a spelunker a famous spelunker a child rapist you just can't and get away with it um be careful with your little cyber identity so furthermore i want to talk a little bit and again the big seminar is this saturday you can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com newfocusfinancial.com um One of the things I kind of want to talk about, but I have to be very, very cautious, is there's a really good article on CNBC. And I don't usually use CNBC for things to read, but some nights when I have brutal um, insomnia, I do check out. You know, I I try to get as much information as I can. And uh, one of their stories recently is about how the porn industry is moving to subscription porn for the actresses. Um, And it's just interesting because when I thought about that, I started thinking there's a lot of investment books out there that talk about how you can kind of see where technology is going by following the pornography industry. And I'm I'm neither confirming nor denying any thoughts on porn. 
Um, I'm just saying there's a lot of, you can see where the technology's going. They were quick to get onto DVDs. They were quick to get into mail order, like um, uh, how you started buying computers. And then they got onto cassette tapes, and you can buy them. And then they got into DVD, and then they got into LaserDisc. Then they got into paid sites. Now it's kind of some of the actresses are leaving the paid side of the fence and focusing uh, the, the, the company side and saying, look, I know you like me. Therefore, pay me directly. And it could be micropayments. It could be smaller payments. It could be other things on top of it. And I started thinking, what if Tom Brady does his diet that way? And he, he'll announce it, but only for $5 according to all his fans on Twitter. Or what if Kim Kardashian or Kanye West are able to conquer the, the micro-subscription and they no longer need the e-channel? I don't have a lot of faith in network TV at this point in time. It seems like they're losing their ability to control their, their markets. Um, Netflix and others are kind of taking the th- crown, so to speak. Anyway, it's kind of interesting. Um, very too early to even think of an investment out of it. But we'll talk about these kind of things and more at the big seminars this weekend in San Jose at the Rotary Center. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Listen to the commercials and use the code RADIO25 to get in for free this Saturday. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Gas prices are rising due to the strike in Saudi Arabia at the oil facility, even though the oil is going to come back online faster than expected. Will this push electric vehicle use higher? Probably not, but could. The story's there for sure. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton, the hardest working certified financial planner in the business. That may or may not be true. It may be exaggeration, but it is what it is. <laughs> uh, big seminar coming up this Saturday. I thought uh, as soon as I said the hardest working CFP in the business, I thought Chad's going to get mad at me. He's going to say, you're not legally allowed to say that. And I was like, oh, I better couch it. There's no How proof Chad? behind your words, Rob. <laughs> I know, right? The CF, your industry, in my industry, our industry, is pretty, uh, they're pretty tight on like exaggerations. They don't like them. Oh, very tight. Yeah. Like, you can't have celebrity endorsements, yet you kind of hear them every once in a while. And it, it begs the question is, is the guy that he was using, the Ferris Bueller guy, uh, ben, uh, ben Stein, was Ben Stein a celebrity or not? Right. Yeah, he was a previous so. what, um, economic advisor. Was it Reagan? Was he under Reagan? I ben Stein, the right. Bueller, Bueller, anyone, Bueller, that guy. And that, that was his really Bueller. his claim to fame in terms of Bueller, a movie star. So. Bueller. That's a, that is a, that's a fine line on that one for sure. With that said, I can't. You can't hire Joe Montana and say he's the best there ever is. And as he, as I pass touchdowns, he he does portfolios. It's it, it, it kind of is misleading, and the kind of the SEC doesn't want the, a dweeb out there to be duped by CFP Chad Burton. Yeah, well, it, it's starting to change now. But the people that sell the most garbage make the most money in this business. Uh, but that's starting to change because of laws and consumers becoming smarter, realizing that I need to work with a certified financial planner. But that's only one part. You got to make sure that they're a fiduciary. They put your interests first, and that they're fee only. There's no commissions involved. 
and then you're on the right track. So big event coming up this Saturday in San Jose, two events, one investing beyond the 401k. I would say that if you have a job in your 30s, 40s, or 50s, this is ideal. If you're in 50s, 60s, 70s, you're probably thinking about the second event, the retirement income and tax planning. The first one's from 9.30 to 11. The second one's from 1 to 3. Uh, what do we know, need to know about these events, Mr. Burton? Well, the, so let's talk about the second event, because on tomorrow's 6 a.m. show, I'm going to talk some tax-efficient investing. And so the second event, we go a lot into tax. I mean, this is the most technical event that that I've done because it's, it's specific examples on which accounts to draw from first and why, and then Roth conversions, because the mindset has to change so much when you go into retirement, because you and I, we're working now every single year, running business, you own real estate, things like that. You're trying to say, how do I, keep the, how do I pay the least amount of taxes this year? But once you get to retirement, you're done feeding the portfolio. You're done putting money away, and it's more about how do you keep your taxes low over the 35-plus years you're going to be retired. So your, your mentality has to change, and it has to do with where do you draw the money from, how do you deal with capital gains versus IRA income versus dividend income, um, things like which accounts to draw from first to keep your taxes low, and how much should you convert each and every year from the date you retire through age 69 from an IRA to a Roth. Roth conversions are really key right now, and they will be until at least 2026 when most of these tax cuts probably go away. It's kind of nice on occasion, uh, probably a couple times a week, I get an email from people that say, I I did Chad's mega Roth conversion. And I'm like, oh boy, Um, what's coming up next? Uh, But people do take your advice sometimes just from radio content. Um, the seminar content's a little bit more detailed. The seminar content, there's a lot more visuals, and it's easy to ask questions while you're there. So I highly recommend coming to an event if you've never been to one. Um, but you know, further talking about income and retirement, one of the things I opened the show with was, I still don't know what I'm going to do in retirement. But I do know my budget's out of whack for retirement. Um, I should probably be coming to that event versus the wealth accumulation event to kind of sum me up because that's kind of the, the category that I now am. Yeah, talking about messed up budgets, Postmates is about the worst thing that could have happened to me. <laughs> what are you, what are you getting from Postmates? Just make, make me feel good. Oh, my gosh. Four times last week, Rob. Everything from Cafe Yum to acai bowls and nectar to i don't know it was, it was a busy week so I awesome. kids and cheer and soccer and everything else and it was just wow that 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 added up quick yeah my uh producer today mike his uh, lovely girlfriend has a problem with uh deliver food delivery oh! and it's just easy right so it's one yeah. of the big budget busters out there and all things considered, it ain't cheap to have people bring you food and put it in your mouth for you. So, you know, and the other thing, back, I don't get the business oh, model behind it. Okay, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get okay. off that subject for a minute. Oh no no it's <laughs> no 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 that's people want to hear this now. Chad has an opinion. He's well, strong. So the one we did it in because uh, it was in the Vancouver area, right? Vancouver near, near Portland, Oregon. So we postmated the kids and I uh, spaghetti factory, the old spaghetti factory. Okay. They love it. I loved it since they were kids. Well, the guy had to go in there and place the order, and the wait was like forty minutes to get the food. Wow! And then and then he brought it to the house and explained how oh that was a really long wait. There's a lot of people there. Say what? I can't imagine the. the I mean, even with the tip, 
how that between Postmates costs and then them having to pay him, it just does not seem like a very good business. I don't know how the profit's going to roll on that one, but uh, I don't know. That was just my thought of the day. When push comes to shove, the business model could get tougher because California's leading the country at this point in time saying, uh, these are not contractors. These are employees. You need to pay them uh, benefits. And maybe enjoy your postmates, postmates now, Chad, because uh, you'll be saving money in the future. Um, yep. Again, the big event coming up this Saturday, 930 to 11 and 1 to 3. There's two events at the Rotary Summit Center in San Jose, investing beyond the 401k, 930 to 11. Retirement income and tax planning from 1 to 3. We don't do a lot of Saturday events. Uh, we used to do four events on one weekend. And uh, then I think you and I both got you know settled down. And uh, Thursday nights was more of our thing versus giving up a Saturday or a Sunday. But uh, anything else you want to add about the seminars that we need to know that you're going to be hitting, highlighting? Yeah, well, we'll do tax-efficient investing and how they're different for kind of both phases of life. So in retirement, the tax-efficient investing is really geared towards what accounts do you what what types of assets do you hold where for example in a perfect world your taxable accounts would be a blend of large and mid cap stocks or ETFs or mutual funds that are dividend achievers paying off qualified dividends that get taxed at the lower capital gains rate and tax free bonds and then everything else in your IRA if you can move your money around that efficiently um, then your Roth IRA depends on how aggressive it is, depends on whether or not you need income from it now or if it's going to be something you leave to your kids. And then tax-efficient investing in your 20s and 40s, that's what I'll talk about at the 6 a.m. show tomorrow, too. And that's where do you start? You max out your 401k and you start investing outside of it. Total stock market, do you invest in international and small cap outside of your 401k? you got to look at the capital gains exposure inside mutual funds and ETFs when you start out investing outside of your retirement accounts. So you got to keep your taxes low. you got to pay attention to it because 15% of your return could be lost to taxes. Sounds good. People can find out more information by listening to commercials or by going to newfocusfinancial.com. There's a resource center there. There's sign-ups at the, under the events tab. You can use the code RADIO25 to get in for free, newfocusfinancial.com. It's this weekend, this Saturday, two events. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. So after the United States... Saw a satellite being facility hit by drones carrying missiles. President Trump was quick to say, "We will release oil from our strategic reserves if we need to to you know stabilize the price." And Wall Street goes, "Ah, good." Today, I hear China's going to release ten thousand tons of pork from its national reserves in large part because they don't got a good relationship with American hog farmers right now. But I didn't even know there was a national. Chinese reserve, 10,000 tons of pork. Mmm, bacon. Let's bring in Patrick O'Hare from briefing.com. Reliable source of both national, domestic, and international news. A lot of international news these days, and I'm sure the the pig story didn't hit your uh, page one, to be fair, Mr. O'Hare. Good morning, Rob. Um, no, I'm afraid it did not. So, uh, but it did. Uh, there was some interest in that at the end of last week, of course, when um, 
China said that they're going to exempt those uh, soybean and pork products from their uh, uh, list of additional import tariffs. And of course, it does just bring into focus how um, you know pork is a is a staple you know food item for uh, in the Chinese diet. So um, so it was an you know interesting development on that front. But no, I did not. Uh, I was not aware that they had that uh, <laughs> the surplus uh, or their strategic pork reserve, if you will, uh, where they can uh, release pork if necessary. <laughs> you know what's interesting about pork? When I was uh, more on the floor 25 years ago, I learned that pork bellies are, you know, pigs have two bellies. Um, I didn't know that. And on top of that, one of the biggest costs of pork is keeping it refrigerated. So just throwing that out there. Uh, the value of the meat's not that much. The the value of refrigerating the meat is is the is the kick. But um, totally digressing. What are we looking at in page one at briefing dot com? What's what's exciting the markets today, Mister O'Hare? Well, um, you know, there doesn't look to be like a ton that's exciting the the stock market. Anyway, we're rather kind of mixed and flat at the moment, which is not altogether surprising. Only in uh, you know, given that the market's aware that you've got a, a key you know policy decision coming forward uh, with the uh, FOMC announcement tomorrow, uh, which will also include you know, a quarterly update of the uh, Fed's economic and interest rate path projections. And so uh, you've obviously had a had a great run in this market, certainly over the last three weeks, with the S&P 500 up about 6% or so in that time period. Uh, and given what you do have going on in the background with kind of you know, oil prices and um, geopolitical tension, uh, you know, it makes some sense that you probably see a market that just kind of meanders now in front of that to FOMC decision. Sounds quite about right. Do you think the markets will be upset if the Fed does nothing this week? And by upset, I mean, do you think the market will push lower and people will see the 401k values go lower? Yeah, you know, I do think that that would be the knee-jerk reaction. Uh, You know, we... Uh, kind of continue to see the uh, the market, uh, you know, rest on the notion of a Fed put, uh, you know, juxtaposed with this idea that maybe the economic growth is not going to be as bad as as feared, and uh, and that you might get some type of you know trade resolution, um, you know, uh, sooner rather than later. Don't know if I necessarily agree with the latter part, um, but the um, that presumption or the 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 relief anyway. That incoming data continues to point to a, a seemingly better growth outlook for the United States economy than than what had been feared. Uh, that would come back into focus because I think the market is is relying on this idea that you know the Fed will continue to support that uh, expansion, uh, and if it did not cut rates. Uh, tomorrow, you'd start to probably see the market come in, you know, certainly initially on this uh, idea that perhaps, you know, the Fed's making a policy mistake and and by uh, keeping rates higher than what the market would like them to be at, uh, it invites the prospect of a uh, of a uh, of a slowdown in the economy. And some people will start, you know, of course, uttering the, uh, the R word again as well. <laughs> the R word being the word recession and seems like CNBC and Bloomberg have more fun on television when they're able to talk about recession than you see some of these portfolio managers who I don't know how they survive. I don't know if you know who David Tice is, but he's always like, the market's going to zero. He's not, he doesn't say that, but he's a bear, and he always thinks the market's overvalued, and he always thinks there's a boogeyman around. How do you, make, how do you live? And this is just kind of off the record, Pat O'Hare. How do you like, make a living predicting Wall Street's going to go lower when it 
essentially goes higher seven out of ten years. Yeah, you know, it is uh, <laughs> it's tough. I, I suppose, you know, you, you potentially, you know, make a living um, by uh, being provocative in your thinking. So, you know, it's always good to, to kind of understand both sides of any argument. It's certainly been extremely difficult, uh, if not impossible, to be a bear uh, where you might have some very valid logic behind uh, your thinking. And yet, you know, for many reasons, uh, some not so easily to understand, you know, the market does continue to press higher. But, you know, I think the value, though, is, is, in, is in challenging the thought process, frankly. Um, but uh, you obviously then have to balance that with, um, you know, portfolio management uh, ideas that probably hedge that position if, if you're wrong so that you don't leave your, um, you know, your investors, uh, you know, out in the cold for what a 10-year bull market <laughs> it's uh something i've always wondered I, I get you on the provocative nature of it but uh even hedge funds have had a tough time because they have to take both sides of the bet and uh hedge funds used to be the smart money in some years they're not so smart taking a further look out there today Kraft Heinz is getting kind of a it's become a bit of a problem it's a brand you and i grew up with uh, our parents probably gave us mac and cheese, Heinz ketchup, uh, you name it. it. It was a staple in our house. Is they're they're becoming irrelevant. It looks like the millennials don't have loyalty to brand names, and millennials are the shoppers these days. Uh, what do you think the future holds for Kraft Heinz? Is there a bottom of this stock, or too early to tell? What's your thoughts? Well. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it's difficult to say. I, I don't follow the, the company individually, Rob. Um, I, yep. I suppose the, I maybe the, the best thing it has going for it, though, is you know Berkshire Hathaway, i.e. Warren Buffett, still remains you know a, a large holder. Um, but uh, but clearly, you know, the market being the voting machine that it is is not all that optimistic on what's what's happening to uh, to Kraft Heinz right now, and and nor. Uh, what it expects to happen anytime soon. So uh, it does have great brand recognition, obviously, but um, you know. But if you believe in, in a market that's efficient, uh, then there's a lot of uh, a doubt about Kraft Heinz's ability to turn things around right now. Um, Dow Component Home Depot is lower after being downgraded to neutral. I think sometimes downgrades are fair, and we're just too mean as uh, financial media people. We look at them and go, what's wrong with the company? But it's had a good year. Um, Is that how you're reading uh, some of the downgrades that we're seeing right now? And again, that's a broad-based statement. But maybe there's not a big catalyst up. Maybe there's not a big catalyst down. Sure. Um, You know, I mean, the thing that I think that probably has has come to the fore here in recent weeks is is this understanding that you know valuations ultimately do matter uh, they sometimes you know get completely disregarded when you're in a momentum fueled market but at the end of the day they're always going to matter and so you know if you get you know a downgrade of a stock that's you know attached to you know valuation concerns I think it, you, know, you have to respect the fact that the analyst is, is making a fundamental judgment there uh, and isn't just you know uh, bowing to um, to the speculative price action or the momentum uh, that could carry a stock price higher, um, but um, you know, so uh, so I don't have any you know 
problem with it necessarily and i think it's just you know another one of those things kind of what we talked about is like when you get a counter veiling view to what has been the you know consensus view uh it makes you sit up and take notes and, and ask some real questions and uh and forces you to think um you know uh, outside your box if you will <laughs> sounds good is there anything that you're working on i know friday's your big day for kind of wrapping up the week obviously um, but you tend to put out a, a nice piece that kind of is a bigger picture, kind of a, uh, it's a long piece. I like it. It's a lot of data. It's a lot of, uh, digestible nuggets of information. What are you working on for this week? Maybe. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I going to be, uh, uh, producing a new uh, market view update for uh, for briefing.com subscribers. I do it on a quarterly basis, and so we're kind of rounding into uh, into that that calendar deadline here. And so uh, it, it will be revolve around you know probably a large portion of what we just talked about is just this idea that you know valuation does ultimately matter. So um, yeah, I would encourage your listeners to uh, to uh, keep their eye out for that. I'll have it published uh, you know Friday afternoon. Sounds good. Thanks for being with me. Always a pleasure, Mr. O'Hare. Patrick O'Hare with Briefing.com. You can find them online at Briefing.com, a reliable source of domestic and international content uh, related to the markets. And it's markets information that I love because I feel it's non-biased. Um, it's not, they're not pushing their hot IPO. They're not pushing the, the sexy story. Uh, they're not selling advertising. Um, and someone like a Patrick O'Hare, I've known him now for 20 years. Uh, as a strategist, that's that's pretty good. He gets more things right than wrong because uh, bosses tend to fire the people that get things wrong, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, with that said, no touting. Uh, big seminar coming up this weekend, Wealth Building and Retirement Planning Seminars, Saturday, September 21. That's this Saturday at the Rotary Summit Center, 7th floor, 9.30 to 11. And from 1 to 3, there's going to be an event on retirement income and tax planning. So one's towards, while you're working, investing beyond your 401k. And one's as you're wrapping up your work years, going into retirement income and tax planning. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25. That's this Saturday. Listen to the commercials. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Oh, it's on. Like Donkey Kong. HBO Max has won the streaming rights to the Big Bang Theory. All 279 episodes, of which how many have I seen? Zero. The friends are jumping over to Netflix away from Hulu. Wow, 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 wow. No, no, hold on. Wait, wait. Let me see if I get this right. No, Seinfeld's jumping to Netflix away from Hulu. Netflix lost its friends and office buddies to Peacock, which I was trying to type out Peacock and I can't. Peachcock, and I'm like, oh, this is going to get me in trouble. Peacock, is that really a name of a streaming network? And if so, why? Gas prices are expected to climb, but not enough to hurt the economy or the, wor- or the U.S. economy or the world economy at a time where it's kind of frail and saying, please don't hit us with un- unburdened, unneeded taxes. Millennials love to pay with credit cards. I was a little shocked by this. Um, so I was a little under the weather yesterday. Just my throat. My body was fine. My mind was fine. My throat was fried. I didn't yell. I didn't do anything like that. I think I'm getting <laughs> the black lung, Bob. 
I think I have the black lung. Maybe I should stop this vaping thing after nine kids have died now from lung disease tied towards vaping. Can you imagine? It's either seven kids or nine kids. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. It could be 90. Could you imagine that you have to bury your child because they were vaping on like cherry flavored juice, which never got FDA approval? This is bad news for Philip Morris. Bad news. Um, they're coming out with a heated tobacco product. No, not on fire and not vaping. I don't know much about it. It's coming out. But people are getting smarter. And there's this thing called the Internet. And, uh, you know, Philip Morris and Altria had this business of as poor people become middle class, they work more. They tend to like things like, oh, let's go get a little bit of makeup or let's go get a beer or let's get a cigarette. Let's remove some of the stress. You know that my boss, my boss hates me. Let's go have a cigarette outside and you can tell me all about it. So, and then I tell him all about it. He goes, you're so handsome, Rob. <laughs> I'm like, I think I better find another work confidant to uh, disclose all my stories with, right? Are you with me against me? you got to choose a side. This is a civil war. Uh, the iPhone 11 is getting great reviews. That's nice to hear. Dang it. Great cameras. Excellent, excellent battery life. A more affordable price. Um, what's not to like? Well, I got a $1,200 phone last year or the year before, and I kind of want to, like, how shall we say, bleed it a little bit more. But it's nice to get it. They're getting good reviews. I see Google's coming up with a press conference soon. So seriously, NBC named their new streaming service Peacock. Someone needs to get fired. Uber and Lyft driver protests brings Manhattan traffic to a near dead stop at rush hour. I, I long for the days of Ronald Reagan. Do you remember when uh, the air traffic controllers went on strike? Fired them all. Hired new ones. I know you're saying, well, that's not very nice, Rob. Because do you want your plane safety to be directed by a guy on a first time on his job? Okay, well, when you put it that way, I'm just going to get in the 737 MAX plane while it's a whole new air traffic controller. Don't push your luck, Black. Don't push your luck. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Facebook and JP Morgan are going to meet with global central banks to discuss cryptocurrencies in the next couple weeks. Remember, it's this fall that Facebook and a group of 20-plus conglomerates have said, um, we are thinking of starting a cryptocurrency called Libra. Um, so I was in Safeway the other day. I know you're saying, you shop at Safeway. I thought you got your meat exclusively from a butcher who, who kills the cow himself. You look like a no. succulent baby lamb. No, but I do like baby lamb. It's, it is delicious. I'm just licking the bones right now thinking about it. I saw a package of, I needed to pick up some package of hamburger. And right next to it was a package. And these are like the one-pound pre-packaged stuff that, I don't know. I kind of used to like my hamburger. Kind of like, eh, maybe I need a pound 16. Maybe I need a pound 3-2. But now they're selling them like pre-packaged in one pound. Right next to it was Beyond Meat. Oh, it's going to get interesting here. So I was going to make a spaghetti sauce, right? 
The Beyond Meat is the hottest, sexiest IPO of the year. It's all that in a bucket of chicken, so to speak. Except for there's no chicken. It's all that in artificially flavored meat. Artificially flavored peas. Putting the pea in peacock, right? Putting the pea in Beyond Meat. I just like saying the word pea. Pee, 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 pee. Um, and there's nothing funnier than a urinary tract infection for a good laugh if you, you know, need a comedy that zinger, so to speak. That is not appropriate behavior, okay? Um, so what's the point? Oh, five ninety nine for a pound of prepackaged uh, sirloin, ground sirloin. Nine ninety nine for a package of Beyond Meat, one pound. Essentially double the price. I was like, oh, S-H-I... Ship. Behave yourself. Um, I know, I know. It sounds close. It's so close. It's so close. It's so close. So I bought it and I, I cooked it in the spaghetti sauce, and kids didn't notice the dang difference. Uh, I paid too much for it. I'd like to see the price come down. Are you with me against me? Because this is a civil war. Can't tell the kids they eat peas for dinner. Incredibly salty. Doesn't taste, um, I don't know. I'll be quiet. Um, it is what it is. Just double the price. A big event coming up Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday, the 21st in San Jose. San Jose at the Rotary Center, 7th floor. Two events. One for investing beyond a 401k and one for investing towards the end of your career into retirement, into those golden years on Golden Pond. You can sign up for the event at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25. Listen to the commercials. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 